Alright, welcome back Bay Area Combat Fight fans This is the Bay Area Combat Podcast And we are back, we are live, we got a special one I always say that every episode I say it's a special one, because it is This one's extra special Because we're going to do our first exhibition We installed a little competition area here at the studio We want to utilize it more You know, with the COVID and everything It's kind of been hard to do that But we're doing it Again, we're in the Suncoast Awning Studio, our big sponsor, Suncoast Awning, taking care of all of your shade needs. We have a shop in Santa Cruz, a shop in Martinez. We've got Tom Base Davis on the ones and twos, holding us down. Really appreciate Tom. And then we got two of my buddies. I brought them in here to, uh, uh, to show, you, show you guys what they're made of a little bit, you know, but a, a, a friendly exhibition just because, you know, we're trying to break in this competition area. We don't want to break it. Okay, so I brought Steven Tandoy. The what Conqueror. Up, what up? What up? What up? What up? Annie Valgordo, homie of mine. What up? What up? How you guys? How are? How are you doing today, Stephen? Good, man. We drove all the way from Santa Cruz, hang out in the rain. Uh, we got good grappling weather, so. Yeah, it's gonna be a good one. Annie Val, how was your drive, man? Not bad, not bad. A little wet, but you know, we made it. Yep, yep. I appreciate you guys coming today, man. I really do. And uh, did you guys watch those UFC fights last night? Yeah, we watched them. You watch them? Yeah, yeah. Did you watch them? Nah. What were you? What were you? Do, what were you doing? I was. Uh, I was fishing last night. So. Well, uh, I was. I was just in the middle of cleaning the boat and just. It's a whole thing. Guys whole fishing thing. in the dark, huh? I'm actually happy Anival didn't watch him because every time he does get the pay per view, he fucking blacks out like halfway through the fucking thing. <laughs> hard falls asleep. So this one would have been fucked. He would have been fucked up, dog. If he's seen the fights, he wouldn't have seen the main event if he got him. He wouldn't. Yeah. He would I not. That main event. Hey, um, hey, Figueredo was uh, I, I was impressed, man. I really, I really enjoyed that fight for a weight class that they were talking about getting rid of. You know, um, I thought that was like the sickest fight I've seen in a long time. How did how did you like that main event? Uh, Moreno was sick. Um, Figueredo was yeah, it was a good fight. I think it was yeah, it was probably one of the best fights that I've seen this year as far as just nonstop action. It went back and forth. Figueredo took I think round two off. It seemed like, you know, he, yeah. was, he definitely like, was, you know, he was out explosive starting off the fight, kind of slowed down a little bit, turned it up the third round. Uh, that dick kick was terrible. Uh, it was bad dick kick, but we, so you would have taken a point for that one? I'm just glad it turned out how it did. Like, Figueroa won the fight. Everyone kind of agreed he won the fight. He kept the belt. Yeah. You know, the dick, it didn't actually turn up to be like a big deal and fucking end it for him. So. Yeah. It would have sucked, yeah, if, if we all knew he won the fight. If he lost the belt because of that, I would have I been kind of bummed. Yeah, that would have been upsetting. Yeah, because of that foul. Because I think it was accidental, you know. I mean, it was bad, but I think his knee was higher than, like, he brought his knee up high, but then the foot kind of just dragged going for the belly. The cup, like, got in the way. In my opinion, the cup, like, got in the way. Yeah, I think you need to have more control than that, though. You that's know? right. Like, I guess, and that's yeah, that's we, what I was saying is uh, you can't be throwing dick kicks. You know? it's, yeah. just, it's just stupid, especially a hard one. Like, you know, when you get, right when you get the, someone yeah. right in the dick <laughs> and they're on the ground just wheezing and you're just like, oh, fuck. Like, oh, I just shit. kicked below the belt. Like, that's like the ultimate. Like, I, you, you know, you're too big for me to kick you in the dick or something, right? Like, yeah, no, I feel you. You know, you're right. <clears throat> he, uh, he had just fought three weeks previous, so it's two oh, weight cuts. Sick. And uh, apparently I read today on MMA Mania that he was actually hospitalized uh, uh, Friday night because of the weight cut before that, that performance on Saturday. So, oh, so they gave him an IV? I, I don't Hey, I don't hey. Know. He must have, dude. You think? Yeah, I mean, I that's against the, the rules. I didn't even think of that. I mean, had the hospital have. probably had to have, like, like legally, they had to give him uh, an IV. Maybe. I wonder if you get an exemption if it's a uh, the hospital. Uh, if you uh, get forced to. Yeah. I don't well, know. I think I, I, again on that fight though, I think Moreno could have won that last round though. I still think that if he 
Figueredo got, I think, five more punches than him in that last round and ended on the takedown, but Moreno was getting all those takedowns leading up to that. I thought it could have easily gone the other way, but... Dude, I think Danny's going to run that one back. Oh, he's got to. Has to. I think he's going to run it back immediately. Oh, yeah. Tony three, Ferguson three weeks, fucking... Three weeks. Uh, <laughs> Tony Ferguson's arm got fucking uh, kind of uh, bashed. So, Andy, well, let me ask you this, man. He got, he got put in an arm bar. He didn't tap. And I know, I know his arm fucking broke or something tore, you know, but uh, uh, Ferguson, Tony Ferguson. But the fight went on two more rounds, you know. So do you, when you're trying to submit somebody, do you, do you go to break joints or do you think chokes are, like, more effective to, like, finishing the opponent? I mean, I would say that a choke is definitely more effective uh, just because some people are double-jointed. And they can take that kind of bend, huh. you know. I've seen it, so it's like common now that yeah. people will just keep their fucking shit, you know. But it's hard. Yeah, to it's hard. It's hard. Sometimes I let go of people's arm bars just because I don't want to break their arm because I feel like I'm hyperextending it too much sometimes. And and you know, it's like we're practicing, right? So it's like Dude, <laughs> Big Al. Big Al. He 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 broke his fucking leg in Bellator, and then he got another Bellator fight. The dude broke his fucking arm, but Big Al didn't tap. But the dude was so disgusted from breaking Big Al's arm that he didn't want to continue. I gotta see that. I forgot because he fucking mangled his arm, and then um, and then he he for, he gave up. He broke the dude's arm and then quit because he didn't want to go no more. So Big Al with the broken arm won the fight. Was the winner. Wow. You know, and yeah, who knows? Tony Ferguson could have put something together with that broke arm. You know, 100%. and uh, he could have came back. So I'm thinking chokes. Uh, uh, are you guys gonna try to choke each other today, or are you guys gonna try to break each other's arms and <laughs> shit? Uh, I'm just trying to get a takedown. Uh, we'll start with that and see where it goes. That's I'd probably best. <laughs> That's probably best. Hey, so boxing is kind of fucking weird right now. They did that Tyson fight. It was it was the most successful pay-per-view of 2020 in combat sports. Bigger than any UFC event. Yeah. And, uh, wow. yeah, yeah, bigger than any boxing what show. Other, what other events do we have? The uh, Gaethje. They had Fight Island. They had Jorge Masvidal versus Usman on that last. That was the biggest UFC that was a big one, right? Yeah, it was big. Because Fight Island was big. Right. Yeah, but it was last second, and Masvidal didn't really, like... He didn't have a camp. Yeah, he didn't have a camp at all. That was the second biggest event. Was of, it not uh, Gaethje versus uh, Khabib? Khabib? Uh, fuck, you know what? That might have been, actually. I, I would think so, just because of all of Russia. But I don't know if Russia does pay-per-view anyways, huh? I think they do. I know, but you were telling me Brit Britain doesn't do pay-per-view? They don't do pay-per-view. They're over it. They're just, yeah, they never invented pay-per-view in, in, in crazy. Britain. That is fucking crazy. So you guys want to see Tyson fight again? Fuck yeah. Did you like it? Yeah, I liked it. Um, I think that he needs to fight somebody who's not going to be so... Uh, so, so Running away so much? And yeah, shit. like somebody who's going to just grab him up. You think Evander Holyfield is the one? No. Fuck. That'd be scary. <laughs> no, I don't think so. No. I think I think Holyfield's a little bit too old. You think so? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. is he? I think he's, he's a little bit more... He's a lot stiffer than, than fucking Tyson. Yeah, it has sure. to be right. Yeah, Tyson's looking fucking... Tyson was looking really good, yeah, he's though. looking really good. Yeah, also, I think he's also got to actually decide that he wants to box instead of just doing exhibitions because, I mean, I think the whole time he was trying not to, to knock, knock him out. out. Yeah. yeah. He, he In the last two rounds, I don't think he threw a single punch to the head because he was like, I'm not... Okay, I, I won. I'm not going to knock this dude out. I'm not going to knock him out. Yeah, and, I kind of got uh, that same vibe, Yeah, too. it felt like he was holding back. I mean, and I, I think I brought it up before. He was biting on his fucking glove like he wanted to murder someone. Yeah. Trying to hold... He's like, dude, just keep it together. Just keep it together. <laughs> Chewing on his glove. It was fucking... It was nuts. It was nuts to watch, like, a 51-year-old and be like... I'm literally afraid of this guy's yeah, mental. Like, what still the fuck? scared. Still scared. 
Um, what about Mayweather and Jake Paul? They're trying to run that one in January. What you do you think, think? it's going to happen? I mean, fuck. I mean, I, they say the money's there. I mean, so 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 Mayweather, for the, from the numbers I saw, was only getting a guaranteed like two million or something. And usually that fool gets a like hundred million. Yeah. So I don't know why he's like even willing to go in there with the YouTube dude to make you no know, two million. I guess I guess he's gonna percentage of the pay per views, and maybe they plan on it being like you know ginormous. Well, is Jake Paul gonna? I mean, isn't he? Some like ten inches taller than him. He's way bigger, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Bigger. I mean, he bigger. might even be a full foot. He's like six foot, and and I don't know Floyd's like five five or something. I don't know. It's gonna that be. Matters, huh? I saw a picture. I think it might have been Photoshop, but like they they took, put the two of them together. It's a huge difference. I'd, I'd like to see Jake Paul fight a hungry fighter, like a real fighter. Yeah, a real fi- a real boxer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like. Not some fucking shit show, pay-per-view fucking celebrity shit. You know what I'm saying? I think that's all he wants, though. He just wants... Right. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm sure he does, but yeah, that's something I'd like to see. I'd like to see him go in there with a, with a real boxer and fucking yeah. that was made up. I would like to see that as well, just because, um, you know, geez, like these fuckers put in a lot of work to get those kind of paydays, and they too. Don't. Yeah, yeah and, they, they, and they don't get a payday you know like that their whole life, and then these guys wiggle in there and get that money. Yeah, no, it, it, it bugs me. It rubs yeah, me the wrong way, too. But you know Mayweather's going to fuck him up. Bad. No, for sure. <laughs> just for the record. <laughs> yeah, for sure. There's, that fight wouldn't be good. It's just going to be as good as Floyd, Floyd, like, however good his acting job is, is how good that fight will be, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, in theory, that's how it should be ran. Yeah. Kind of like, he didn't, he just, when he decided to beat Conor is when he won. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Floyd, Floyd will just be like, oh, I'm going to beat him in the fifth. Everyone bet on that, and let's make billions there, maybe. I don't know. On the t- but, but, but do you remember when he did the exhibition against uh, Takashi uh, uh, for Risen? And then he just, like, finished no, this dude that. in the first round vicious. When was this? After Connor? After Connor. It was, like, no, the, last, it was like the last thing that he's done. It was an exhibition. This guy was a kickboxer. He was a, Floyd was actually bigger than this guy. He was a kickboxer that did a boxing exhibition, and Floyd just, like, Dropped this full three times in the first round and just finished him in the first round. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, damn. But um, you know, let's change sides a little bit. I kind of want to talk about your guys' style and you know what you guys bring to the table. I also kind of want to get in your head a little bit about um, you know, w- you know what goes into your strategy for opponents and uh, and and if you utilize your skill sets. I know in MMA, if the guy's like a really good striker, then um, then you might try to grapple him. You know, if the guy's like a really good grappler, then you might try to just strike with him. But uh, you guys are you guys are just grappling, so obviously I feel like you have to just use. Your grappling, you know, uh, 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 Annie Vault. Who was your Who's your coach, and 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 what is your What kind of style would you say your grappling is? I train uh, under Raul Quintero out of Jiu Jitsu Therapy in Watsonville, um, and uh, I would say that my style is more of uh, I like to I like to stay on top more, you know, do that top top pressure game, mm-hmm. you know, or like pressure just pressure kind of game where either I'm trying to pass by utilizing. Some sort of pressure move, like. How are you getting them down? Are you are you wrestling heavy, or are you like trying to sweep dudes from your back, or where are you at? Sometimes I I let uh, you know it depends on who it is, and like like uh, usually this all goes down in in practice and class. So I know most of my my guys that I that I train with and roll with, so I know their style. So depending on who it is, I I you know I either I'll try to. I'll try to wrestle them, just try to take top mount, like, from a takedown or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or if, if it's somebody heavier than me, I might let them pull them into garden and try to go f- work something from there. Yeah, yeah. So it's a, it's it's a Brazilian, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu uh, academy, though, yeah. correct? 
All right, good, good. Tandoy, who, uh, who's your coach, and what is the primary style that you, uh, that you guys work over there? Yeah, my coach, Seth Pringle. It's kind of that uh, Japanese shoot wrestling style. We go, we go basically just for control, uh, opening up for a moment. But we definitely like to ground and pound. So we're not really just holding control. We're definitely trying to utilize hand position and head position to try to get one arm free so we can still throw strikes because no one wants to see just just control. Uh, there's, you know, there, there's some submissions. You know, you're always going to go for an arm triangle or an arm bar or kind of rear naked choke. But even the arm bar and the rear naked choke a lot of times aren't even really worth my time you know I'd rather be throwing haymakers from the top and and dropping bombs because I mean like you saw last night with Ferguson you can you can do an arm bar and it could not even work yeah even when it worked even when it works it could just not work so and and then also a lot of times you throw an arm bar and you end up on bottom you know so why why give away your position to to attempt to get something that you know your success rate is probably like five percent so it's like it's just a giant risk so yeah I like to minimize risk every chance I get I like that man I always like this uh, uh, secure positions I like to if I'm gonna do a, a submission from mount like people are throwing armbar I like to just like tr- do an arm triangle or you know what I'm saying I try to just, like I try to do a submission where I can stay in the dominant position I don't even like to go to side to finish an arm triangle unless like I know I'm about to finish it because mount for mma is uh it's just such a such a dominant position right. your then, style translates translates well for uh to mma yeah my, my style is is I, I don't even have a white belt <laughs> we went over this I, I i've never done uh gi wrestling or gi, gi jiu-jitsu so my, my style is 100 percent no gi fighting trying to control definitely um but like you said, the arm triangle is good, too, because you do an arm triangle attempt, usually what's going to happen is they're going to roll over and give you at least some sort of like rear naked choke hold or this sort of side saddle position. So I, I like that move. I like and I'll move. even like, I'll like Americanas and Kimuras from the mount, too. You know what I'm saying? Anything where I can just isolate, but stay yeah, heavy on the hips, yeah, stay in arms. mount. Yeah, stay in mount. Uh, I like that, man. I do. Uh, uh, your style, Andy Ball, you're going to be making your MMA debut on our show, you know. Um, how do you feel like your Brazilian jiu-jitsu style uh, translates to MMA? What are you going to try to do with your, with your grappling style in MMA? I feel it'll just, it, it'll help me uh, in, in the takedown, like trying to secure position for takedowns and, and get to mount and stuff like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Just because of, the, of the, the, the way that I like to grapple and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, uh, you know. It, it would be beneficial, but I also like to strike too. So it's not like you know I'm gonna lean one way or the other. It's just whatever mm-hmm. presents itself to me, I'm gonna try to go for. You know. Nice, nice. Hearing a little bit about Tandoy's grappling style, you know, what do you think? What what kind of weapons would you use against um, against someone with his with his type of style? More like a catch wrestling, not so much of a Brazilian jiu-jitsu uh, style. Well, I mean, the most the the most effective way on, on in that particular style would be just having a good sprawl and yeah. being able to work from there having some you know <clears throat> you go front headlock are you trying to do like a, a um what's it called like an anaconda choke you trying to like lock up that front choke or like like it's it's all varies on what presents itself what he does to me, huh? yeah it all varies on how how you know how you can stuff the takedown and what side you can get to first or if, if that you know like to take the back or to 
uh, go for like a guillotine or something like that, or you know, whatever. Like I said, whatever presents itself to you in that situation, in that present. Nice, uh, Tandoy. What do you what do you like to do against jujitsu guys? I'm sure you've gone you've gone against a lot of jujitsu guys. Very different than I'd say the style that you guys implement. I've seen your guys' drills and uh, jujitsu drills. I feel like are different at times. You guys do a lot of similar drills, you know, with your hip escapes and all your stuff. But uh, you know, what do you what do you like to do against jujitsu guys? I think. Uh with jiu-jitsu guys, because they like to get their, their, their legs and their feet up kind of like in your hips, they, they definitely try to isolate arms very quickly. So you, gotta, you really got to be careful to keep your arms in tight and, and don't let them get those. So basically, I try to do exactly what they're doing back to me. Mm-hmm. I do it to them. You, you just got to isolate an appendage of some sort and, and come at them with their own game. It's just a little bit more of a smash style, a bit more of a, a, a grinding style. But if you can isolate one of their ligaments, it definitely takes away a lot. That, and then, I mean, it's, a lot of it's just the hip game. The, the ground game and jiu-jitsu, what they have in common, no matter what style you have, is it's all how your hips interact with, you know, the ground movement. You have to have your hips engaged and involved. As soon as you start getting flattened and you're not using your hips or doing anything, that's when you lose. So... As long as you stay engaged and stay active and, and try to start isolating some sort of body part, you're going to start, you're going to keep moving forward and it'll be, eventually it'll get, you'll get to a scramble and get into another position, depending on if you're on offense or defense. So, yeah, yeah the number one thing is never get on your back. You know, <laughs> like, yeah. if, if you really want to win any fight, just never, like, whether they're jujitsu or uh, kind of a wrestler, you, if, as soon as someone gets on your back, it's just a lot of time and a lot of energy even me, who I, I feel very confident on the ground, sometimes I let people get me on my back, and I'm just like, why the fuck did I do this? Yeah. This is I have to work so like so much harder to make this not happen. If you just never let it happen, yeah, you don't have to really worry about it. So never let yourself get at that disadvantage is is is, is my key to to being on the ground. Yeah, it's fair to say that both you guys are probably going for more of like a top position, uh, a dominant uh, 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 grappling scenario. And it's common, you know, in MMA, like you want to be on top. I want to be on top. I do not want to be on bottom at all. You know, grappling, you know, grappling is kind of weird, though, as far as uh, uh, matchmaking, because, you know, looking at you, you guys, you guys are different sizes. You know, you guys aren't uh, in the same weight class. There's about one weight class apart, you know, so it's not far off. But uh, uh, Tando is a little bit bigger than, than my dude, Annie Vol, but that's fine. Uh, Tandoy would be a white belt, quote unquote. Anival's a purple belt, so in theory that would look like a, a, a mismatch, you know. But then uh, uh, Tandoy is an undefeated professional fighter, and then Anival is getting ready to make his uh, amateur MMA debut. So, so when you look at it that way, it looks like a mismatch. You know what I'm saying? So grappling's weird, you know. Uh, uh, Tandoy a little bigger. Uh, pro fighter, but then Anival does have that purple belt. So I feel like you guys will both have challenges that you present one another. We're doing the exhibition. So luckily we're gonna have uh, an opportunity to see them continue their skills after there is a submission or not a submission. You know, I think it's gonna, we're gonna go seven minutes. We're gonna go seven minute match. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it's just gonna be a seven, it's gonna be a seven minute roll is what it's gonna be, you know? Have you guys rolled uh, previously? Uh, A couple times, nothing uh, uh, like no official, but just practice, you know? Yeah. After class and stuff. Yeah. I've rolled with Andy Bell a couple of times. Usually it's like after I just went like five or six people. He went with five or six people. So 
Yeah. But, yeah, it's going to be fun because, uh, you know, it, it's Sunday. It's supposed to be like my recovery day. We're just going to have a nice little fun exhibition. We'll, we'll definitely, you know, keep it moving, keep it active, and just try to have some fun with it. That's my plan. So Yeah, yeah. No, I'm excited to see both you guys. Uh, I've, I've, I've watched both you guys uh, train, uh, compete, you know. Um, you know, it's funny. In jiu-jitsu or grappling, I did a lot of jiu-jitsu. I got my purple belt. But um, when you, like, tap someone in practice, it doesn't, it doesn't really count, you know, because it's practice and they're fucking they're trying shit. But although it doesn't count, everybody will remember every single time that they tapped you in practice <laughs> ever. Every time, ever. So although it doesn't count, quote-unquote, um, it kind of counts. You know, practice kind of counts. I got to the point where I wanted the shit to fucking count. So I would tell people, hey... Uh, uh, this is going to be a, a simulation match. This is this is going to be a simulation match. I've done that with you. Yeah. And you've all oh, yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Probably, you know, <laughs> many times. Because sure. uh, now, because now, yeah, yeah, now we're going to count this shit. You feel me? But um, but this one's not going to count. You know, this one's not going to count. It's not going to count at all. Eventually, we're going to bring in um, uh, 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 people to compete, you know, but we're going to fill out, you know, the COVID, uh, everything going on with COVID, and we just want to make sure everyone's safe. And um, these people already, th- these guys are already trained together, so it's, it's, we're not, like, you know, causing the crazy uh, overexposure or whatnot, you know, and um, we're going to try to keep it that way for these first couple. But, um, Tandoy, this kind of, I was to ask you, um, you know, what, what you plan on doing in this exhibition, you know, what, what, what techniques you plan on utilizing. And I wanted to ask you if you feel comfortable talking about what techniques you plan on utilizing, you know, with your opponent, uh, right here. Um, yeah, I mean, we're going to go from standing, right? Yeah. So It's going to be a lot of mix, misdirection, especially when you're just doing ground game. I think misdirection is an uh, extremely useful tool. So get someone moving one direction, grab an arm, try to push it the other direction, kind of do like the wrestling snap, like high school wrestling snap. Mm-hmm. But, you know, with arms and hands, I think just to get a takedown, grab, grab an ankle, get an ankle pick. Luckily, we have some walls. So I think that with the walls, we'll actually be able to get a takedown because, you know, you could, you could do like three minutes and no one could get a takedown if, if, you're, if you're really bold trying to do it. Yeah. So at that point, um, yeah, I'll probably keep it light. We'll see. I'm, I'm pretty big, so I'll probably not go in 100% control mode because, you know, that just could not be fun if I'm just sitting there on top and being like, being kind of like Oliveira last night versus Ferguson and just like, oh, I want this win. Like, this is yeah. not what it's about. This is about trying to, yeah, expose yourself. I, I, I also like to really get myself at deficits at times and, like, get out of arm bars like that people have. So I'm 100% confident in, in allowing myself to get taken advantage of. And so keep it active and keep it so that way, I think you said we were going to go over it afterwards too. Yeah. Yeah, are. so, you know, that way we have something to look at. We don't need to be... We train together already, and yeah, so that'll be what I'm going for. Definitely, I like to pass. Uh, there's a couple of passes I know. Get-ups are, are good. So w- first of all, we got to get warm because it's pretty cold in here. Yeah, we were so. talking about your mount escape yesterday. Um, you have a pretty good escape when you get mounted. Uh, <laughs> don't really mount. It's hard, it's hard to uh, keep you mounted, which Tony Ferguson got fucking mounted the whole goddamn fight. Um, yeah. yeah. So are you worried about the mount position or is that something you feel comfortable getting out of? I think with the mount position, I mean, yeah, you really can't get there. But I think that 
So I, I, I don't like full mount very much. I don't, it's not a very good, reliable position to be in if I'm fully mounted on someone. Uh, the, like the bucking Bronco is just to like try to intrude. And yeah. if you can get your arm under, you can at least, you, you'll get at a disadvantage. You might give them an arm bar attempt or a triangle attempt, but there's no reason that anyone should like be mounted for too long. It, it's not a very effective position because you're literally just trying to hold on with your, your thighs, your groin and, and your knees. It, it's not, it's hard to throw strikes there. Like you saw, Oliver didn't, couldn't throw any strikes. It's not a, it's not a fun position to be in. I'd rather be in side control. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I get a full mount, I'm going to just let someone get out of it so I can get a better position for striking. Unless you can isolate an arm, do a gift wrap. Mm-hmm. Uh, gift wrap is definitely one of my favorite moves. So you know, I'm fine giving anyone any of my moves, talking about it. Like I'll tell anyone in the world because everyone knows all the moves. Everyone is just making it happen while people are watching with someone that's actually trying. Yeah. You know, there's no, there's no secrets in fighting. Yeah, you're <laughs> not right. at all. Yeah, yeah, it's all out there. You, yeah. can, you can you can see the techniques anywhere. Just can you stop them? Uh, Annie Vol, what techniques do you think are going to be effective against uh, Tandoy? And do you feel comfortable telling him like what you think you're going to do to him, or is that something that you probably wouldn't <clears throat> do in a competition? Or where are you at with that? Well, I mean, uh, like you said, there is really no secrets out there. If I if even if I was like. Uh, Say I was competing in a Pan Ams or anything like that, you know, and and you see your bracket, you can always look up footage of your guys and see where they're strong at, where they're where they're not strong at, and yeah. develop a game plan according to that. So it's really uh, it's really just a matter of 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 getting in there and going for it. And I think for me, it's just gonna be watching for the takedown. You know, yeah, watching for the takedown for sure. Yeah, yeah. It could be a stalemate. You know what I'm saying? Someone's gonna need to get a takedown. Yeah. I um. I'm way too comfortable off my back, and I'm, I'm breaking that, man, because for MMA, dude, you just, like, can't be. You know, yeah. obviously, this is an MMA. There's going to be no strikes, you know, so if you wanted to work some arm, I could have a mean arm bar from the bottom, but, uh, yeah. but it's, like, hard to, it's hard to put it together at times. So I don't even want to be down there, you know, but uh, so we'll see. I'm excited. I think now we're going to tra- – we'll get you guys warmed up. We'll get you guys warmed up, and then we're going to transition into the competition area. We're going to run the exhibition, and then we're going to bring you guys back. All right, then we're going to bring you guys back and ask you, you know, how to go for you. Uh, is it what you expected? Did you do something different? You know, what was challenging and what wasn't? And um, we'll go from there, dude. So, hell yeah, dude, we'll warm you guys Yo, up. Uh, what about who what was that dude's name that freaking knocked out uh, oh, off dang. his butt cheeks, bro? You got to talk uh, about uh, that. Uh, dude, what, what, Holland? Uh, Hol- Holland? Hard? Holland, uh, Kevin Holland. Kevin Holland, dude. Oh, man. Knocked out Jacare from his butt cheek. You should have seen it, <laughs> no bro. It, would have been, it was around the time you would have been blacked out. You yeah. probably would have seen that fight. Was it yesterday? It was yeah. last night, yeah. Jacare fought That's night. one of the yeah. most yeah. impressive it's... knockouts because he wasn't posted on his rear hand. I thought he was at first, but it was kind of like he was moving it around, and he used his right foot and his left hand to kind of mm. get a right-handed punch. It's fucking insane. It was dope. And then Cub Swanson came then, in there with his knee all battered and just fucking... Oh, Cub was sick. It was dope. Cub was sick, too. That uh, was the last fight of the prelims. But, yeah, yeah. All right, sick, oh, good. Okay. We're going to warm you guys up, and then we'll see, we'll see, we'll, you'll see what's up. We'll see what's up. Keep it pumping. Cool, cool, cool. Good, guys. Good, they game. They game and ready. Good. Working some wrist control. Trying to stay loose to get started. We only had like a 10-minute warm-up. 
Bam. Good. Boom. COVID grappling, man. I love it. Right. Using the wall. A little head snap. Try to set the takedown. Just trying to control arms and, and torso a little bit, but he's got good, uh, got a good base. So, um, didn't sell out. Got a little leg, a little trip there. Brian to mount. Neon belly. Good. Any of all turtles. <clears throat> got my little leg lock in. I get the one leg in, definitely. Good, good hit pressure on top from Tandoy. A little wrist control. Yeah, right there, I'm just trying to climb out. Basically trying to survive. <laughs> good, Anibal controlling his own wrist. Looks like he's trying to turn into Tandoy. Tandoy trying to establish uh, two hooks, trying to get full back control. Right now, if Anibal were to turn, he could end up in, in about half guard. Bam, bam. Oh, there's a second hook. And Evolve fighting choke. Yeah, this was fun. Once I got the other hook in, um, as you know, it just kind of like, it got a little tighter, right? I mean, oh, yeah. No one likes to have uh, the figure four around the we body. We got a full body triangle. Yeah, uh, for sure. Uh, I felt that on my hip. Just working the head. At this point, once I got the, once I got the other leg in, I kind of realized that I had a lot more control and was able to just kind of work. Loses the, loses the figure four. Anyval's trying to uh, uh, turn the corner. Got to come into full mount. I mean, kind of trying to come into full guard. Boom. Tando's riding kind of high here. Tando's yeah, riding kind of high. Super high. I'm glad you had a shirt on. <laughs> he recovers here. Boom, boom. Oh, transitions the full mount. I not thought bad. I was going to get that triangle, but Anibal does not like to be on his back. Anibal turtles well. <laughs> he does not like being on his back. Nice. Good. Yeah, I'm working. time. Pretty bad on my back. A little ankle right pick. Right there. The ankle pick was good. It worked on you for sure. Tandoy's stacking him well, not really letting him letting Anibal establish a guard. Good, good hip pressure. Anibal was, was building back to his base well. Tandoy is uh, trying to take that base away, making right. him build back up, build back up. Boom. Good utilization of the wall here, giving Anibal less room to scramble out. Nice pressure with the hips. Anibal trying to get some space with the feet. Okay, gets his full guard established. <laughs> Face plant on the wall. Little headbutt and shit. Good. Yeah, right there. I'm going, uh, basically trying to set up an uh, arm bar from the guard. Good. Trying, trying to, to isolate that arm. Yeah, isolate that arm. Tando kind over. of feels him isolating it. This gets is a wise tough to one. it. This position's weird for me because once you lock the feet, there's not much to do other than throw elbows and. Uh, Ooh, going for the arm drag. Going for the arm drag. Yeah, that, no, Anibal almost got me on that too. Yeah, that was, uh, I'm basically trying to push the arm over so that I can block it from coming back and then set up an arm bar. Tando has a, a, like a ground and pound posture. Yeah. Andy Ball could, if he did release his guard, he'd have a little bit of space to maybe get, to maybe stand up and disengage. But uh, I, like he, I like how he walked his hips up to my, my um, arm shoulder. hit right there. Nice high guard. Looks like, yeah. he's getting, looks like he's getting an angle for an arm bar. And he looks like he's about to try to scoop the inside of Tando's leg to transition his hips. Tando has him smushed up against the wall. Yeah, you could go for an armbar or a sweep there. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. And but I was definitely that's what trying you to go for the armbar. Yeah. Tando's keeping good pressure. I think he's aware that Anibal's trying to isolate this arm. 
Yeah, I was keeping his arm, like I said. If you have an arm, it's it's almost impossible to get any. Okay, wheelchair. well, he, you he trying to... Oh, okay, the arm's on the side. Oh, yeah. all right. It's that's... on the inside. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, it was on the wrong side. You need to get it across the It was good. It was good. It was good pressure by Tandoy to uh, to yeah. wiggle that arm out. No, it was, a, it was deep, though. I also had him stacked pretty well. It's hard to lock yeah. out anything with a stack. Good hit pressure, not letting any of all establish his guard at all. Keeping him kind of stacked in an awkward position. It was hard to flip him onto his back. He, he was really good at keeping his legs engaged. It was, it was pretty cool. The, to pass guard and get the side mount, side control. Damn. They were fighting choke. Tando has full, two hooks in, full back control. Anival trying to keep his chin tucked. He's isolating a wrist. Trying not to let Tandoy clasp his hands. Tandoy is getting close. Anival's turning into him, trying to isolate the arm, pulling it across. Good. Tandoy's assessing his next move. I think he's digging for the chin. He is. He's going for the choke. Trying to get that, that forearm blade in there. Anival's looking away. Oh, it's under the chin. He needs to reach back and, and break those grips under the chin. He's still fighting. He can breathe. He has some space. Tandoy's readjusting. He's sinking it in. He squeezes it. It's the tap. All right, good. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. You can see me just... Oh, it's time to squeeze. Yeah, yeah good. We'll yeah. a little micro You don't want to overexert yourself there. That was, that was good uh, uh, on both ends there. You know what I'm saying? We're going we're gonna to run it. We're going to let uh, uh, Andy Ball start on top here. See how he can keep this top pressure. He's a smaller athlete. Andy Ball coming in probably about 10, 15 pounds lighter than Tandoy. But holding his own well here. He has a nice cross face. Tandoy looks like he might be trying to set up some sort of guillotine choke. Okay, no. Trying to reestablish his guard. Oh, Tandoy with the big oompa. Good. Nice scramble. Good. Yeah, I thought I had it right there. I thought I had side control there. I was like, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, that was a bait and switch real quick. <laughs> but a little pull Good. guard. going to pull guard. Oh, he's going to establish his full guard. He has short time. He's been submitted, so I'm sure he wants to get the submission back. Good. Controlling Tandoy's base so he's not getting ground and pounded, although we're not doing that, but I like it. Good. He looks like he's going for the Kimura. Oh, 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 arm drag. Ooh, that was a nice transition from the it looked like Kimura set up to an arm drag. Yeah, okay. And to I get didn't, the arm across, it was nice. I didn't secure that arm. But you nice. did get my arm fully across the body. I thought it was a tight move. Nice. Tando with nice hip pressure, controlling the feet, looking for the up kick, going for the knee slide, knee slide. Bam, bam, yeah. controlling. Good footwork. I loved it. I loved it. Kept the, kept the pressure right where you nice needed guys. to. Nice, guys. And time. Hey, excellent, fun. excellent showing by Steven Tandoy and Annie Ball. There was times there where he was, like, on top, and I could see he wanted to, like, throw a punch. He was, I could just see it. He was like, this is where I would throw the punch. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. It was so funny. But I saw you getting ready to throw some up elbows from the bottom, too. Yeah, <laughs> I saw those coming. So... Hey, man, uh, 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 a great showing by both you guys, dude. I was really impressed. Uh, uh, the competition area held in well. We wanted those oh, wall yeah. mats to be good for... We wanted you guys to be able to utilize the wall as if it was like a cage, you know? And so sure. um, that went well. Uh, Annie Vault, what? Did anything surprise you uh, in the match or is, you know... Oh, uh, this guy's really strong, for sure. Very strong, huh? Oh, yeah. It's hard to, hard to like, impose my will. For sure. <laughs> very challenging. Yeah, yeah very, very, sure. very well-conditioned. Super strong. Very yeah. well-conditioned athlete. Um, I've experienced that myself. I used to I used to just, like, fucking destroy Tandoy on the ground. <laughs> on the ground, too, dude. Yeah, on yeah. The, I happened. used to. Yeah, a lot. Back in the day, dude. But um, times have changed. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, Tandoy, uh, anything uh, uh, surprised you? Or, or uh, how, was it, how was it for you, the match? Yeah, I thought 
it was interesting. His his footwork was really good. Even just like the little things when I had two hooks in, I had my heel and foot hooked around his hook after the vine, and he like was just doing little things with his feet to make my feet constantly have to adjust. And those are like the little movements that I like love, and that's like the meta game where it's like, okay, I just make one movement down here that you have to adjust for. And then all of a sudden you don't realize that I'm now out of your arms and like you know, he's, he's turning out of the, the first choke. So uh, that was cool. And then, you know, a lot of MMA guys uh, don't kind of hip, hip and, and feet up over like that turtle roll, the backwards turtle roll, you know, where I had both legs up and I have hip pressure and I'm like, oh, I want to throw bombs. A lot of people don't end up rolling back over uh, as a jiu-jitsu expert, they like kind of like stay on their back and let someone pass and get into side mount, which is where I want to be. If you're on the yeah. ground and you're ground and pounding, you want to be in side mount or half guard. Like that's where you're doing the most damage, having the most control. So it was kind of weird. I was like, oh, he's not just giving me side control like super easily. Like he's just giving me his back. So I, you know, I had to take it. And that's why I didn't really work out the first time. Most people don't want their back given up. Mm -hmm. So they'll take that side control. So that, that was cool. It was interesting. I had to work out that move. And then, um, yeah, he didn't give up side control. And he really didn't let me pass, even at the very end when I was just like, okay, I really want to do this knee slicer and get into side control. It didn't work out. But um, so that was cool. He was good with his hips and good with his feet, which was, was just a fun, his new, new route to figure out as we were both fresh. So yeah, it was fun. So, Anival, part of, uh, uh, part of uh, you turtling, right, is, to, uh, is for guard retention, correct? So they're about to pass your guard. And then turtle, they don't get any points. No. for passing your guard yeah. and so then i feel like there were some uh, uh, uh situations where you might have st uh, been able to stand up from there and like yeah. disengage but tando was uh, keeping good pressure with his hips he was and he has heavy heavy hips uh, uh you can't really see him but just by looking at him but they weigh like a thousand pounds a piece both his <laughs> hips yeah it's like lead fishing weights right. in his hips but um so i noticed when you were turtling i don't know if you're doing this on purpose or not but you had your forehead like right in the mat the only targets that were presented for strikes would be the back of your head, you know, which would be a legal strike. So I did notice how, you know, Tando, did you notice that it, it, there wasn't really, when he was turtling, that he wasn't really presenting, like, any ground and pound strikes? Was that something you noticed, or? I, no, because, I mean, the turtle is a really vulnerable position. I, I'm not a fan of it, and uh, yeah, I mean, you can need people. It's just, there's nowhere to go. If you're going to turtle up, I like the rollover instead of going into turtle position, rolling over your own head and then getting straight back up, usually into a single leg or a stand-up. Yeah. Um, you really don't want to be in the turtle position, but for a, a five-second rest or just wait. But if someone starts teeing off on you, it, I mean, refs love to stop that position. Yeah. And um, if someone wants to, I've seen a couple people do it, but you can drop f huge knees, too, into people's, like, side mm -hmm. rib cage. Yeah, that's nice. Um, or even just an elbow to the rib cage in the back where the floaters are, you could really fuck someone up. So it's not a good position to be in. Mm -hmm. uh, it's it's mostly like you won't see to that not, position. To not get your guard passed, really. Is that for me? It's uh, it's you attack the single leg a couple times after the, from the position. It's easier for me to to if like to for me to get out of side control. It's a little bit tougher than for me to just climb out of your back, especially with the gi. Yeah, like if you got a gi and I got rope, it's like a rope. Yeah, you know, you I just, could just. I seen you trapping his arm. Were you trying to get his arm over your head? To I was trying to climb out. I was okay. Basically, I, what I do is I usually do, I, I go wrist and then bicep, and then I, I, I lock up the bicep, and then 
you know, I, I try to pull myself into like half garden shit. Yeah. That's yeah, usually my game gi. plan. Yeah. yeah. The, and then, yeah, even without a gi, this, yeah, this, this grip right here, right here is pretty strong. And, and up here, that's where all the, you can actually gain pressure because people can move their wrists really easily to get out of things. But once you get locked up around here, like in the clinch, in the take, like my takedown too is especially, I just got the underhook and then uh, hooked his heel with my outside leg. But yeah, once you get up in this area, in the torso area, you're, you're taking their balance away. Right. So yeah. that's how you get the, the reversal you got. Yeah, man. I was, dude, I was stoked off that match with you guys. We broke in the competition area very nicely. Kept um, it nice and fun. Yeah, yeah, dude. That was cool. No one, no one headbutted each other, slapped each other in the face, too vicious, you know, which is <laughs> nice. I would have been slapping each other, you know, guys, trying to piss you off, you know, trying to make you overexert yourself. <laughs> so the round was, you know, the match was seven minutes. That's a purple belt. That's, a, you know, that's a, a generic purple belt time for, uh, for a match. Um, how did it feel, Tandoy? Was it long? You usually do five-minute rounds. Oh, the seven minutes was fine. It was just, you know, not being at the peak of a fight camp. And yeah, uh, yeah, it, seven minutes are good. I can go all day. So it was no problem. I like the seven minute rounds, to be honest. Yeah. I, I love the seven minute rounds. Give me, give me a 15 minute round in UFC. I'd be fucking excited because why do you get a break in the middle of a fight? I've never, never understood that. But yeah. it, so it, it makes you really plan out you can't just send you can't just send it like even that uh, that rear naked choke i was like, i'm not gonna send this thing and, and get gassed and look bad <laughs> yeah yeah uh, so yeah it keeps you it keeps you honest having a seven minute round i love it how uh, how'd that feel for you any of all the seven minutes felt good you know um it's uh we uh sometimes do you know no time matches yeah. where they go seven ten minutes you know yeah. I, I used to grapple with this one blue belt back uh before I, uh like when i first started he used to just we used to go a half hour. Talking about who was it? Shane Torres? Who was it? No, it was. Uh, remember Daniel? He was in the he was in the military. He was a blue yeah, belt. Yeah. yeah, remember remember him? Yeah. Um, yeah, he used to uh, he used to love that. We used to we he used to run uh, open mat. Mm. He used to me him and uh, Skyler. Yeah, yeah. We used to do just like nonstop until you know. So you basically once you go past like seven ten minutes, it becomes more technical and less uh, squirrely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah, that makes sense. So you know you're you're technically thinking about how to how to stop you know this dude from getting the side control or whatever and you're not using your strength no more you're using purely technique so yeah it makes you focus a lot more yeah no, it makes i like you that honest, for sure when uh when tandoy locked in that uh, rear naked choke it was right around the five minute mark um were you feeling were you feeling fatigued at that point or how were you uh, a little bit you know but uh it was he he has he's really strong so it was hard for me to break that like Pull that arm yeah. off. It was. It wasn't going anywhere. And his, and his, his, his <laughs> hand. He actually had hit. He had hidden his other hand, like behind. Watching it back on film, he had hidden his hand that you wanted to attack, like fucking deep behind yeah, your yeah. head. It was almost like up in your hair. You know, yeah. he like hid it in your hair. On. Did yeah. you purposely try to hide yeah, it, that yeah. shit? I waited. Got it in there, right behind behind all the hair. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, yeah, dude, yeah. I kept eating his hair, so I was like, I gotta get back. You gotta I use it. Yeah. Here. I tried to choke. <laughs> his, I wasn't even gonna choke him out, and then I was like, this fucking hair in my mouth. Like, yeah. I tried to choke him with his hair. Dude. I've never choked any of all with his hair, but I had a buddy, Devin. If you're watching, Devin, you remember when I choked you with your fucking hair? Yeah, I remember that <laughs> shit, dog. He shaved his head the next day. No. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah my, <laughs> my buddy and shit. Oh, man. Hey, uh, Tando, any sponsors or anyone helping you, uh, uh, you know, grind it out and, and stay uh, competition ready? Hey, you guys, I gave these guys like three days notice um, to do this. Like three days. <laughs> Not even. You asked if I would. I said I would. You know, oh, let me get back to you. And then last night, he's all right, we're going at 8.30. I'm all, 
All right. right. And I put my beer down. It was like, all right, fuck, dog. Let's <laughs> shit. I have five beers deep and an edible. And I'm like, oh, fuck, we're going tomorrow? All right, all right. Dude, that's why I was happy Andy Ball. That's why I was happy Andy Ball didn't get the UFC fights because he would have been ruined. Nah. No, you would have been all good. Huge shout out to Bay Area Combat because, uh, yeah, this is an awesome little facility. We got to hit the walls once or twice, uh, which was cool. Just being able to push him up against the wall. There's a whole different aspect. So that was fun, having people uh, take film of you, just getting out there and being you know, vulnerable out here, doing what we love doing. I mean, it, it is a weird feeling like, oh, okay, I'm going to show people what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. You know, try not to look too good or too bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, so Barry Combat, letting us come out here, have fun, talk fights, just... You know, it, it keeps me sane. The train, train keeps sane. Raul uh, at Jiu-Jitsu Therapy, where he trains at, uh, letting us use his mats. I mean, all these things are just a lifesaver in what we're going through in life. And and I don't know what else I do in my time. So yeah. those guys, Coach Seth, uh, Nighthawk. Nighthawk for just being a champion mm-hmm. coming in. Yes. Uh, even though I didn't want to come in here. No. but uh, I tried to get Nighthawk. You and oh, Nighthawk, yeah, yeah. yeah. He didn't want to do it, huh? I mean, maybe he will, but, but yeah, busy. I think he had to work today. He had <laughs> yeah, to work, yeah. yeah. Night hockey. I know he, he would have done it. You had to work. Yeah, I yeah. I know he would have done it. I think, I think he was going to. Oh, dude. Yeah, he's good competition. I think he's sure. been banging all night. I think that's why he's all banged that's out. That's what it is, huh? Yeah. 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 He's been banging uh, mm-hmm. those energy drinks. <laughs> <laughs> no, he ain't got no girlfriend. He's going to get none. He just likes energy drinks, guys. Yeah, <laughs> You filthy any uh, any sponsors for you? Any of all, or, you know, any help to get here? You know, I don't have no sponsors right now, but I'd really like to thank you know Suncoast Awnings for letting us put this put this together. You know, because you know we haven't been able. I, I was getting ready for Pan Ams and and the shit just shut down cold turkey, and it's been no competition. It's been a real bummer. So like being able to do this is is big, and uh, also to Raul Quintero keeping the gym open. You know, uh, giving, us, giving us that that chance to you know, really train and stay sharp. So, you know, I'd really like to give a shout-out to Raul Quintero Jiu-Jitsu Therapy as well, you know? Cause, no, yeah. And you, you know? No, if it wasn't yeah. for you, man, I would never be doing any of this stuff. So, <laughs> you know? We're doing it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. I, I, I'd be forcing Annie Ball to fight and shit. No, <laughs> <laughs> but good, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, uh, uh, of course, thank you, Raul. Uh, thank you and Raul for the fishing boat because uh, they've been bringing in crab. And so that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you guys for that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Suncoast Awning, our big sponsor. We loved the Suncoast Awning studio today. We really broke it in nice with you guys. We have a shop in Santa Cruz, a shop in Martinez for all your shade needs. Suncoast Awning is going to keep you shaded. Tom Base Davis on the ones and twos. He's in charge of the yeah. whole production with the with the whole fight and everything. So Tom really put it together for us. Really appreciate you. Maria's here. Maria, thank you. Ambrosia, thank you guys. They came to support Anival. Really appreciate you. Anival Gordo, Stephen Tandoy, Daniel Compton, your host. Thank Thanks, you guys Deb. so much, Thanks, dude. Deb. Oh, Shout Deborah. Out. Deborah Farolito, the yes, owner. Yes, thank thanks, Deborah. The mastermind behind the whole shebang, yeah, dude. Thank awesome. you, Deborah. Thank lunch. you guys so much. And uh, hell yeah, guys. Yeah, thank good you, work. Man.